Hey guys, welcome back to Creative Entrepreneurship. Today we have an amazing guest for you. We're going to be talking about building and starting your own line of beauty products. I know this is a trend now. Everybody's really looking at getting into the beauty and uh, cosmetic industry. And my next guest is experienced to the T. She's 25 years in. Uh, she consults many, many business owners on how they can start their own line of products. Uh, she's been quoted numerous times. She's a, a, an award-winning chemist, cosmetic chemist, uh, and she's been featured on numerous TV shows and radio stations. So please help me welcome Ginger King. How are you doing today? Good. Happy to be here. I'm really excited about this. I don't know much about beauty products, but of course, there's the business side of it that we can uh, delve into. And I really want to hone in on how someone who's listening wants to start their own beauty products or their own cosmetic line uh, and how they can get started. So why don't we get uh, started, I guess, with a little bit of information as to who you are, what you do and how you help your customers. Sure. Uh, I'm cosmetic chemist Ginger King. I have a consulting company where I help you to build your own beauty line from concept to launch. I also launched my own brand in 2020 so I can walk the talk. So I can also help you after you launch your own business. Oh, interesting. Very, very, very interesting. What is the first thing that I need to do? If I'm starting my own line of products, I have an idea of what I need to do. What's the first thing that I need to do? The first thing you need to do is competitive landscape. You need to know, are you feeling a need or how is your product going to be differentiated from other products? Because this is a very, very competitive uh, landscape. You really need to have uh, some sort of uniqueness to enable people to buy from you and only your brand. Mm, I see. And so when you're looking at trying to find who you are, uh, as far as uniqueness and f trying to understand how you can differentiate yourself from other cosmetic lines or other beauty products, what would be my first step in, in trying to separate myself? Ask yourself, why are you doing this? Because if, if you are doing this for a vanity reason, just because I'm a woman, I want to have my own brand, or because you think uh, having a beauty brand can be very lucrative, you may be in the wrong mindset. But if you started with a reason, a very strong reason why you think you will impact the world with your beauty products, then that's a good starting point. Mm -hmm. And I usually like to ask people, like, you know, if it's something like resonate with you strongly, you really need to have your product like exemplify the DNA of your brand. So when people think about you, think about mm. your brand, they know what they are getting themselves into. Yeah. So I noticed that there's a lot of uh, influencers out there. So they have the, a large following and there's a, there's an opportunity to introduce their own line of products. Uh, and I've noticed that there's some that go into the beauty industry uh, if you have a large following and you have uh, people who are interested in what you're doing, would that be a good opportunity to step in or would you say just uh, start a different way? If you're an influencer, you already have an upper hand because people buy people. People don't buy products per se mm -hmm. because, you know, it's more than just a product. It's the story behind it. People, if people already supporting you by following you, you already have mm -hmm. a good community to start with. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, I mean, I guess that's with anything. If you have a, 
a large following in photography or videography, or if you're doing something else and you have a following, then you're going to have the opportunity to introduce whatever, either whether it be, uh, uh, you know, uh, products of your own, or if you have some sort of link that you want to put out there and, uh, you know, people buy off of that link, you can make money off of that as well. Uh, and you, when we're looking at specifically beauty products and we're trying to um, really hone in on these products, uh, do, do you have to be an expert in, in, uh, in beauty? I mean, how, uh, do you have to be good at like putting products on or what is the, what is the, the expertise for me as, as starting my own line? What do I need to do for my part, uh, as far as the development? Uh, I typically do not suggest people to do DIY. The reason is because there are a lot of regulations. A typical person may not know about it. And also a typical person may not have access to all the latest innovations in terms of the ingredients. Mm -hmm. um, natural products are good to a certain extent. You still need some synthetic materials. That's where the innovation really comes in. So I will highly, highly suggest that you will be working with the chemist since day one because uh, it, it will actually shorten a lot of your time and actually save you money for the long run. Because today, if you whip up something on your own and try to go to the market, when you uh, have a certain level to scale, your product may not be able to translate into the mass production. Mm -hmm. And that's where the big problem is. And there's also a lot of testings that are required by FDA that you really need to go through stability, packaging testing, micro challenge testing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of DIY people, they just may not be aware of what's required. Mm -hmm. And so does this, I'm assuming this falls under the manufacturing industry. And so to get into the manufacturing industry, there's a lot of uh, upfront costs. And if you don't have the leverage to, I guess, uh, start manufacturing your own product, you're going to have to raise money or get the money from somewhere. Do you have experience in raising money as well? Uh, well, there are actually there are a couple of ways for you to start if you don't have a lot of funds. The first one is uh, go private label. Private label meaning you buy existing product on the market. You just put your label on. Uh, the pro is uh, it's minimum investment. You can buy as little as like a 24 products. So for you to practice how you're going to sell. The con is you don't really own a formula and there isn't really anything that's so unique about mm -hmm. the products because everything is the same, just the label. But that's a good uh, stepping stone if you want to get your foot wet in the industry. Mm -hmm. And the second one is you can work with the country manufacturers. Um, you will have to guarantee them this, uh, like the volume. You know, usually people want at least 5,000 pieces per production. You don't own the formula. You will have to work with them until like you have to set your negotiation agreement with them in order to own that formula. The beauty of owning the formula is that's going to be your intellectual property mm -hmm. so even if you're going for investors later on you have something otherwise mm -hmm. you are only a marketing company you are using somebody else's product but when you're working with a contract manufacturer you can have some sort of customization mm -hmm. you know you can own it in your own uh, special complex to make your product 
more unique. Mm-hmm. And when I come in as a consultant, is I actually customize your formula for you. So that's the beauty of having to work with a consultant. Mm-hmm. So what are the successes in doing that? Because I would think that if you have your own line, your own label, your own formula, I would be reluctant to give that up unless you're willing to put forth a huge amount of money uh, or at least something significant enough for me to just say, you know what, I'm going to give my line to you or I'm going to give you my formula. Is the opportunity to do that uh, pretty, you know, pretty uh, ubiquitous? I mean, is there something out there that you could just be like, oh, you know what, uh, I'm going to go look for people who already have a line or companies that have a line. I'm just going to start purchasing. That is actually, if you are in for the profit, the easiest way to make it is buying an existing business. But if you want to have something of your own, leaving a legacy because you do have a unique story, then uh, starting with a consultant to own your formula, and then you can use your IPs to get investors, that will be even more helpful. Mm-hmm. It depending on your why, depending on where, where is your end point. You start with the why and uh, knowing where you're going, going to go. And also depending on your angle, are you trying to sell your brand later on to a bigger company? Or what do you want to pass down this to your family for generations? Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of different factors. I'm not saying there's a one way better than the other. It all depending on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm just looking for opportunities to get to break into the industry. And so if we're looking at ways to get into the manufacturing industry, I know that there's a big or a significant uh uh, upfront cost and many people who are starting their own business either have to raise the money or or find or, or even get the money from the from a bank you know and so doing their dual di- your your dual diligence uh in getting the information and understanding the 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 market and your in your product and how it affects uh the industry uh is uh, significant in uh you know obtaining that those funds and so if you're breaking into the industry and the manufacturing uh, manufacturing of this product uh, brings up an upfront cost, uh, I would say that there should be a good way for you to, um, you know, step into that industry. What are some of the uh, successes that you've seen? Because if it's, uh, you know, it's difficult to, to break into the industry, it's expensive to get in, um, now that I've done this, I've, I've been able to get the funds. I'm starting to manufacture. Uh, what are some of the successes that you've seen in, in, after they get into this industry? Creating brand awareness is key. You need a lot of publicities. If you don't have the money to do advertisement, you need to get publicities. Publicities are free. So you will have to get uh, your brand mentioned by magazines as much as possible. Uh, grab any opportunities to be on podcasts or on uh, people's gift guide. Uh, building awareness will be key because if nobody knows you, they will never be benefited from what you have created. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, marketing is everything with, with regard to that, you know. Uh, so are you saying, okay, so a lot of the, the funds that you have established go towards manufacturing and marketing. So go ahead. I would suggest if you want to have your own brand, if you want to have a customized formula, 
uh, put aside at least 100K for the first two years. I'm not saying you're gonna be spending all of your 100K, but that's a safety net. Mm -hmm. And also once you, you start with one product, don't start with the line of product because it's going to be very expensive. So you take small steps. And um, once you have some sort of establishment, people think you are growing, mm -hmm. you will attract investors. And also the bank and you know your own credit line, you can borrow against those. You can also negotiate with manufacturing, you know, those co-factoring, you know, mm -hmm. you they charge you a higher price, but uh, they only charge you when uh, the company, the retailer sold the product. So there are many ways of negotiation. There's not like one way to do things. Oh, I see. And what kind of, what manufacturing uh, companies do you typically work with? You will have to work with the cosmetic contract manufacturer. You can just Google them. There are tons around California, tons around New Jersey. Those mm -hmm. are the two big states that have cosmetic contract manufacturing. Hmm. And so you've talked about putting out at least 5,000 units uh, for any kind of development. So like, let's just say we want to come out with a lipstick uh, and we we're doing our marketing are you saying that we need to manufacture 5,000 units before we even get any out the door? Uh, 5,000 units is a minimum requirement from a country manufacturer because it's the same amount. They use the same amount of cattle, time and energy. They want volume. Mm -hmm. So 5,000 is minimum. Actually, nowadays, people prefer 10,000 pieces minimum. They are smaller companies doing 1,000 to 3,000 pieces. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I don't trust those because, you know, you will have liabilities. You make sure they're FDA audited, they're under good GMP. Mm -hmm. And uh, But if you go the private label route, it's anywhere from some as low as 12 pieces to 24 pieces, 48 pieces. Mm -hmm. So that can be a start if you don't have enough funds or you don't have any experience in beauty. That's how you go about it. Mm -hmm. So you're saying start the, start the manufacturing first before you do the marketing or should you try to get people to purchase the product before you start the manufacturing? If you have something truly unique, you can do a pre-sale. Mm. So then you can gather, you know, you can already have a buyer list already. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but it has to be something that's really you know, out of this world unique. Otherwise, why would people want to buy your creams and lotions? Yeah, but there sure. are already so many out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it from an outside perspective and I'm thinking to myself, you know, how would you break into this? And I'm looking at the funds that are needed and how the marketing will go and it looks like it's a challenging, challenging uh, pr process, you know, I, and I think a lot of people who don't start, who don't know too much about business have to fall on your expertise. And so when your expertise comes into play, how do you, uh, as a consultant, start to uh, incorporate all of your knowledge with, uh, with folks? I mean, do you charge like an hourly rate? Are you... Are you contracted with them? Do you get a certain percentage of the entire process? How does that work? Uh, I charge a flat rate. It's not an hourly, but uh, I give like, for example, when people want to work with me, I usually start with a, like a FaceTime call 
which I will give them the foundation of work. And then I would also do the branding for them because branding is everything. Branding, I give you your uniqueness of the brand. Why should people buy your stuff? I give I draw different technologies from all over the world that will be fitting in what you want to do. For example, if you grew up in the beach, you always like anything sea related. I'll get all kinds of algae, anything that's from the sea. So that's uniqueness. When people think about you, people think about your brand, they know what they get themselves into. I will also look to the competitive review mm -hmm. to check out what are the white spaces, where you should be pricing your product at. Pricing is very critical. You don't need to know what, how are you going to price and also what distribution channel are you going into? Because if you're going to in a Walmart, it's very different than going into Sephora. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of things that you really need to think through before you start your brand. And that's the part I call branding. I try to set price for that. Then I go into formulation. I Formulation, I charge two different prices. One is I do prototyping up to three formulations. It's uh, customized based on your preference. Mm -hmm. And then you do have a choice of break away from me by me transferring the formula to a country manufacturer and then finish that. The caveat is you do not own that formula because once it goes to the country manufacturer, the country manufacturer can do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. and, but then they'll be finishing doing all the testing for you because remember testing is just as important as the formulation. Mm -hmm. Then if you want to continue with me, um, and you will be buying other formula where I'll be doing all the testing for you. Wow, that is very interesting. I think you're probably crucial in the entire process. You know, somebody such as yourself uh, who has the expertise in, in the formula development and also the manufacturing, the 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 branding, and of course the marketing. So I, I, I don't know if I could do anything without your expertise and something that like, unless you're, you know, you have a background in chemistry or you have a, you know, uh, a knack for being able to put uh, some kind of formula together, whether it be natural or, or chemical. Uh, and so I guess everything is chemical, you know, if you think about it. <laughs> so, but as far as your expertise and, and getting all that out there in the marketing, in your marketing process, do you do you uh, coordinate with uh, you know magazines? Do you coordinate with certain companies that uh, might be able to catapult uh, the the line or the brand? Uh, it's not a typical service I offer just because I just launched my own brand. But then now because I have all the connections, it's certainly and something that I can help. Um, my latest client, I'm actually even doing uh, web development for her. And I do all the copy checking for her. Mm -hmm. And so when you're doing this and you, you develop the formula, you said that they don't own the formula. They're just we're licensing it from you. Or how does that work? No. Uh, if they buy out the formula, they do own the formula. Okay. So they have to buy the formula then. They have to buy the formula, gotcha. yes. And is that with anything? Is that with the, I mean, if even if they didn't go through you, your, your company or consulting, uh, would they have to develop or, or get that uh, purchased through somebody else? If they don't go through a consultant, it's very unlikely they will own the formula unless they have a contract with the contract manufacturing saying uh, either after I spend like a million dollars with you mm. or whatever, after like a one million uh, units produced 
then I get to have the formula ownership. It's very critical to have formula ownership is because you don't want to be tied down to a contract manufacturer. What if the contract manufacturer got burned down? Mm-hmm. You then you, you lost your business because of them. So if you have the formula ownership, you can take it anywhere. If you have your formula ownership, you also can control your pricing. Because if you don't know what's in the percentage of materials in the formula, Culture manufacturer can say, well, right now it's supply chain issues. Everything is, uh, you know, I'm going to charge 30% more on your Mm. formula. So every time when you sell, you're losing money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody might be able to hold the cards on that one for sure. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and you might not be able to dictate that accordingly. And, uh, yeah, you bring up a good, a good point with regard to logistics and, uh, um, you know, you, you figure out who has the, I guess, the leverage and when it comes to that. And so you owning the formula obviously gives you the leverage because you can take that anywhere. Do you manufacture primarily here in the United States or overseas? Uh, primarily in the United States, in New Jersey. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And so when you're, when you're leveraging your formula uh, and you're utilizing certain manufacturers, uh, do you just look at it and say, okay, well, they're charging me one specific price in New Jersey. Maybe I'll take it somewhere else, like overseas. Would would that be an option? Uh, depending on the customer. Once you own a formula, you can take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. I don't take like a, any cut with the manufacturer it's purely just hook you up with the manufacturer and then you can interview them if you like them you work with them if you don't like them you take the formula anywhere you want it's your formula gotcha gotcha have you seen any um any logistical problems recently with regard to getting the right amount of products or the products that you need to develop these Yes, the raw material supply chain issue is huge. There was one formula. I have to change the formula four times Mm -hmm. because four of the ingredients have supply chain issue due to COVID. So there's like, you know, like, you know, so, and, but then the brand already have signed on with the retailer promising when the product will be delivered to the store. So I have to scramble very quickly and do some do testing mm-hmm. for uh, the products to validate them to, in order to go on the shelf. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm, but that would be something to consider uh, when you're developing your product is the logistical um, part of it and understanding whether or not the the items that you need or the, the products that you need to develop this is uh, readily available and whether or not you can fill the demand, you know. So uh, if you have that, fortunately, if you, if you have that... <laughs> that demand that that would be great um so we're getting close to the end of the podcast and i usually like to ask our guests uh if they have any words of wisdom or some rules that you live by words of wisdom will be you don't know what you don't know so get a mentor on whatever you want to pursue and also have a very strong why, because your strong why will be your North Star to guide you to continue. Because a lot of people will be wanting to say, oh, I have my own brand. But then if you don't have the own strong why, yeah. you may just give up on your brand. Well, that's that's a, I mean, that's definitely a, some great advice. How can our listeners get a hold of you? They can, uh, the easiest way is probably going through my Instagram, the beauty shark ginger, 
and then uh, we can connect via DM and I can give more information. Awesome, awesome. And well, it was a, uh, I mean, it was enlightening. I, I mean, I'm really like. Uh, just blown away as to this part of the of the business, and I really appreciate you coming on the show, Ginger. Uh, Ginger King, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Uh, I, you're an inspiration to me and our listeners. I'm so glad to have had you on the show today. Thank you, Abel. Awesome, awesome. Well, there you go, guys. Ginger King, all the information is going to be in the show notes. Be sure and check those out. Also, check out creativeentrepreneurship.net and tcepodcast.net for all of our social media and subscribe to all of our social media so that you can get the latest information. Ginger King, thank you so much. Have a great day. And until next week, guys, keep on keeping on.